You're listening to Game Ins Podcast, GPod News. I'm your host, Michael Roberts. On today's episode, we talk about a study that finds 67% of gay men break some kind of stay-at-home orders to have anonymous sex, and about half of them are showing symptoms that include waiting for test results or have tested positive for COVID-19. We answer your questions and more on this April 17th episode of Game Ins Podcast, GPod News. Welcome, welcome. So, again, it is April 17th, 2020, day 29 of stay-at-home orders here in my area. Day 33 of my self-isolation. Blah, 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 blah. Um, In the news, anyway, some of you did get your uh, stimulus check. However, a lot of you may not qualify due to your partner not being um, documented. That's right. In the actual uh, legislation, there is uh, an area that states that those legal um, uh, residents, those that are born here or for some other reason got their legal... uh, um, paperwork to stay in the country actually waive their portion of the stimulus check if their partner is not documented. That includes the stimulus for their kids as well, which remember this is bipartisan, so both sides are on this. Now, if you tell me, if you're a U.S. citizen and your partner's not, it doesn't really fucking matter. You're still a U.S. citizen. That is your money. So, why are they doing this? Well, they're jackasses. In fact, the majority of LGBTQ marriages are between a person of uh, um, legal status and a person that may not have legal status at this time. And if you're waiting for your legal status, which is taking much longer now, uh, you're in the fucking shithole because that's not going to be happening um, anytime soon as well. So this is all something to think about. Now, of course, a lot of people are still getting the um, they might not qualify or uh, there's no information at this time when they log into the IRS to check their status. This is because the IRS is fucked. Uh, if you use stuff like H&R Block and something like that um, or have your taxes done for you, that may be the cause. The also, the causes can be anything from um, you not putting in your address correctly or you're putting apartment B instead of number B um, or your apartment number um, in a different way than, than normal, or leaving out your part, apartment number. So these are all things that apparently the IRS knows about and they're trying to fix, but it's a fucking government, so, you know, they, they don't have their shit together. Anyways, I thought it was very interesting that um, U.S. citizens that have a legal right to their uh, stimulus do not get their stimulus because their partner is um, not a legal citizen. I think that's kind of fucked up, and um, I think we should all revolt for that. <coughs> Anyways, 
Anyways, let's get to the question of the day. This comes from Oscar from California, and it says, I am really trying to make my relationship still work. We can't really see each other like we used to because of stay-at-home orders, and it's really weird to have a long-distance relationship when we aren't really that far away. What is a great way to stay connected to your partner but not physically be near them? Okay, well... I have an issue with this question because, and you're going to probably be pissed at me. Um, first of all, if your relationship is not strong enough to, uh, uh, handle being separated, whether it's for real long distance or for this medically, uh, medical quarantine kind of thing or medical, you know, orders, then it's probably not going to last in the future anyways. So there's that. I mean, I know I'm a dick, but come on. Anyways, there's a lot of things that you can do. I mean, we live in 2020. You know, um, I think what's happening is a lot of us are so privy to text messaging and stuff like that, that that just doesn't work anymore. Back in the day, see, when I was growing up, text messaging wasn't even a thing until... You know, phones, you know, you can actually text message, you know, it wasn't just a keypad with a whole bunch of numbers on it and you had to press like two for like twice for B and all that bullshit. It's different now. You have, uh, uh, you know, um, letter and number pads. So it's a little bit easier, but we are so used to doing that. It seems, it doesn't seem the same. So, of course, you guys hit FaceTime, but honestly, who wants to fucking FaceTime all the fucking time? Um, you know, talking on the phone, you know, a lot of people still don't do that. But talking on the phone actually connects you directly because you can have a normal conversation, um, you know, between two people in real time. You're not going to be able to see that person, but you can still do that. Video, um, face chats are good for some people. They're not good for me because I hate doing them. Um, but you can, you know, do a lot of things. I know a couple of friends that are now doing, um, virtual dates where they, you know, watch movies and, uh, talk on the phone at the same time. That way they're connecting to the movie and then also, you know, talking at the same time. Uh, so, I mean, there's a lot of ways that you guys can still connect, still do relationships. People are also doing video, um, chats while they're having dinner. So it's kind of like you guys are having dinner together where one might order, let's say, fuck, I don't fucking know. Um, I'm going to be a cheap ass and say McDonald's. So like, let's say that your, uh, boyfriend orders you McDonald's and he has McDonald's and you face chat while you fucking eat which I think is stupid, but I mean, that's, that's just some of the stuff that, that you can do. But honestly, the whole thing is, is that if you're trying to make yourself, your relationship work when you guys are away, there's other issues. Do you think he's cheating on you? I mean, I don't know. I always go to the negatives first, maybe. Um, who knows? But honestly, I do really, I really do think it's weird that, you know, this is a, a medical order. So we have to, you know, be separated. And honestly, you know, if you can't do that, if you really need the emotional connection, um, 
you need to get it from a different outlet, for example, you know, phone calls or videos or something like that. We live in the tw- uh, in, in 2020, so, you know, we have all this technology. We can still stay connected. It shouldn't feel distant unless there's a underlying issue. So that is my, uh, <laughs> that is, uh, my answer to your question. Take it or leave it. I don't give a fuck. Um, anyways, as I le- uh, lose a listeners, as always, when we return, we'll be talking about six, uh, 67% of gay men break stay-at-home orders to have anonymous sex. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So, let's get into this which I thought was very interesting as well as I was going through my emails trying to find something and then boom, a new survey pops up. Um, 67% of gay men break stay-at-home orders to have anonymous sex. Now, you're probably shaking your head just as much as I am, but then again, I read through this survey, and I'm like, yeah, that's what you fucking get, you stupid motherfucker. Um, And I'm going to probably be in that kind of mindset today. I don't know. I may be moody today. Again, I haven't had sex in 33 fucking days. Um, anyways, uh, uh, um, um, let me go ahead and try to, try to bring this back. Um, okay, okay. Again, 67% of gay men break stay-at-home orders to have anonymous sex. In a three-week week study of 3,247 gay men and 62 bisexual men, 67% say they broke some kind of stay-at-home orders or quarantine to have anonymous sex. The organization administering the three-week-long study is well known for its study on HIV and STDs in the LGBTQ community and said, quote, this is a comparison to the outbreak of HIV in the LGBTQ community and was shocking to say the least. We thought that gay men would be more cautious due to the history of HIV. Now, of course, we're talking about uh, COVID-19 here. So people are actually leaving their house to have sex when they're supposed to stay in, um, which is fucking stupid. Out of the 67% that broke the orders, 44% is showing symptoms, 3% are waiting for their test results, and 2% have tested positive for COVID-19. That's roughly half of the people who snuck out are showing symptoms or are awaiting test results or have a positive uh, test result for COVID-19. Now, uh, the age range for the 67% who broke orders are, and this is very uh, good information to know as well, 32% were 18 to 26, 29% was 27 to 35, 19% was 36 to 45, 12% was 46 to 64, and 8% was 65 are over. Now, looking at these numbers and being like, hmm, people from 18 to 35, yeah, they don't know shit about the HIV pandemic um, because, of course, they want to be in the gay world, but they don't 
you know, know their gay history. You know, that's one thing that we have to do is we have to learn about these things, especially for the, you know, those older guys that you're already always, you know, picking on. Well, they're the ones who directly fought not only for equality, but they had to fight through the HIV crisis. And, you know, they're the ones who are still fighting today for, you know, making sure that you're getting testing and safer sex practices and finding cures and all this stuff that we have to remember. And this is why it's funny about this study is because this is an organization that does studies about HIV and STDs. But they're moving over to COVID-19 and they're thinking, oh shit, let's do a survey about gay men. They should be better because they understand how HIV works. It's in their community. So they should be more safe during a pandemic, epidemic, whatever you want to call it, like COVID-19. Well, really, we're just as fucking bad. Now, the originator of the um, survey said, quote, gay and bisexual men should be more cautious due to their own community history with HIV. However, we are seeing that it that this is not the case. They think in the moment without consequence or rationality. No shit. <laughs> I mean, come on, guys. So I... All joking aside, this is really bad because if you're breaking some kind of stay-at-home orders, whether it's a stay-at-home order or it's a quarantine order, um, you're putting people at risk. Now, the only bad thing about this is they can treat the symptoms, but they actually can't treat COVID-19. Um... As of yet, now they're working on all this shit, but, you know, that's speculative. Speculative. So, you know, especially when we get into our community, we have individuals that have HIV, don't know they have HIV, don't get tested all the time, you know, have some kind of, you know, compromised immune system, and then they're getting COVID-19 and it's causing other issues. So I thought that this study was very informative because, you know, it's showing that our community is shit when it comes to, I mean, look, here's the thing. We all get horny. We're guys. And you can say, no, we don't do that. Blah, blah, blah. Bullshit. We're guys. Um, and you're going to be like, well, that's, 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 uh, that's, uh, toxic masculinity. It's. Um, not. It's science. So, anyways, when we get into this, we're all on the same page, you know. Especially if you're going out seeing anonymous people. You don't know where they have been. You don't know, you know, if they're practicing uh, safe procedures, you know, um, social distancing and all that stuff. Um, and also... You don't, if you're fucking in the car, and especially it's your car and the dude has it, then your car has it. And then let's say that you pick up your mom or something the next day and forget to wash the cum off the back seat. You know, uh, there's probably particles of COVID 19 if the other person had it. And then now she gets it, and then boom, your mom's in the hospital. Let's say that she's an older lady who has asthma, and boom, what are you going to do then? So this is all 
the things that we have to think of and you're like, well, that's just a scenario, blah, blah, blah. At this time, you do have to think about the hard or the uh, more scary things that could happen as of right now. And we should always think about that anyways, because we're gay men. We have to think about HIV and STDs and all that stuff. And that's scary. So we should pretty much compare that to COVID-19 um, when we're doing our, our social playtime. Now, the study, actually, this isn't the full study. They are directly releasing it um, on April 21st. That includes people that are having um, sexual uh, contact with people outside of their homes as well. It doesn't just mean anonymous sex. It's with partners that they may have known as well so i'm kind of interested in seeing those numbers too but no matter what you guys just stay at home we all we're all suffering here um we're all suffering here let me tell you anyways that's gonna be it for the show uh if you want to follow us on facebook twitter or instagram that's at gaymans podcast if you want to see what platforms we're on or send us a question you can do that um by going to our website gaypodcasts.com that's g-a-y-p-o-d-c-a-s-t-s.com you can phone in your questions at 949-783-8514 extension 4 or text your questions to 949-783-8514. Standard text message rates do apply. It is Friday, but there's no bars or clubs as usual. So have a dance party in your living room. Um, do live streams. I don't know. Be more productive, I guess. Anyways, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye, guys.